0: Our scripture reading today is from the book of Acts, chapter 17, verses 22 to the end of the chapter. Paul then stood up in the meeting of the Areopagus and said, Men of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To an unknown God. Now what you worship is something unknown I am going to proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything because he himself gives all men life and breath and everything else. From one man he made every nation of men that they should inhabit the whole earth and he determined the time set for them and the exact places where they should live. God did this so that men would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Therefore, since we are God's offspring, we should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by man's design and skill. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all men everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to all men by raising him from the dead. When they heard about the resurrection of the dead, some of them sneered, but others said, we want to hear you again on this subject. At that, Paul left the council. Few men became followers of Paul and believed. Among them was Dionysius, a member of the Areopagus, and a woman named Damaris, and a number of others. May God bless the reading of the scripture.
1: Thank you, Jim. Um, before we get into this text, a uh, very rich text, um, let me first um, say it's a privilege uh, for me to be here with you again. Uh, thank you for uh, being willing to bear with my English and thank you for inviting me to share something from the Word and something about or from the ministry that I serve with. I serve with a ministry called In Life and it's an um, uh, outreach ministry to university students, secular university students in in this country, in the Czech Republic. Um, I was born here and um, I have the privilege of serving in this um, atheistic country. and. Um, uh, The ministry began back in the times of the Communism in 1982 and uh, it started with basically just originally one person, then a little group. uh, Then God uh, really blessed us, so it grew. In 1991 we were able to um, uh, start an official ministry and since that time Uh, the Lord was so good to bring uh, several thousands of students uh, to Him uh, through the witness of those who first believed and um, right now we have uh, our teams in four different university cities three Czech cities including Prague, Brno, Radezkralove and then one in Slovakia, Bratislava we also serve at. Two places to uh, university graduates uh, uh, in, a, in a young professional ministries. And um, your brothers and sisters, who I am bringing uh, the greetings from, are right now worshiping the Lord at, at this very time in my city, in, in Brno. And, um, uh, you know, we all know uh, how, it, how it all went with COVID and everything just, um, just recently, and we are so relieved only to find out that there is another crisis, and it is the uh, war in the Ukraine. And so we have to be adjusting, you know, our ministries and efforts to that, while still sticking with uh, bringing the, the good news of the gospel to the university students, we have been able to respond to the refugees crisis. And the Lord gave us a facility in Brno that we are using as a bed and breakfast, a four-star bed and breakfast, and we've turned part of it into an accommodation facility for the refugees. So we used to have two families from the Ukraine uh, now we have one uh, it's a mother and four children and um, we've been able to serve them and help them with everything including right now they are well set up you know, they, their kids go to the um, Czech schools and um, they have um, you know, enough food uh, and we are willing to, to help them as long as they need please pray for them Especially for the husband who is now fighting uh, in the war. Uh, his name is Dmitry, and uh, he is in the uh, in the area where there are the the, the most severe fights right now. Um, so uh, please also pray for the in-life leadership. We start meeting tomorrow uh, for evaluating the last year of the ministry and um, planning and and trying to find out God's direction for the next period, uh, for for next year and beyond. And so we start uh, t- tomorrow, and then with different groups, uh, we are meeting for the whole week. And also, if you will please pray for the summer activities. Um, uh, we do an outreach English camps. Uh, we have um, some of our groups go to... Um, mountains or canoeing the rivers here bringing their friends and pray for also um, what we call the summer conference which is a Bible retreat for over 120 students Thank you very much for being our partners in this ministry for years and thank you for supporting us with your uh, prayers and uh, also financially we greatly appreciate that. I would like to um, share one theme from the passage that um, Jim just read, and it's um, about coming close. God came close to us so that we could come close to Him. And we will be thinking and talking about how big. Is God and how far away from us is He? And then also we'll we'll talk about what He did to come close to us. And finally we'll talk about how we can get closer to Him, how we can respond to um, to His act of coming close. How big is our God and how far away is He from us? We've already seen how great thou art. He really is great. Uh, uh, verse 24 from Acts 17 says, The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heavens and earth, does not live in temples made by man. How big is the world that God made? How big is the universe? Um, It's very big. Actually, it's much bigger than every one of us can think of. Um, Let's let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, And and there are very good videos on on YouTube, so if you Google uh, something like how big is the universe, then, then you'll, you'll find uh, some, some of them. Um, you know, the, universe, the, the observable universe, um, we are told by astronomers, is 93 billion light years big. It's, it's really hard for, for me or for anyone of us to, to imagine what it means. We don't have the reference, you know, if we talk about such big numbers. Even one light year it's a little bit, you know, too much. But let's, let's, talk, let's think. The Moon, the, the closest cosmic object, it's not, it's, it is not as close as we tend to think. It's about 385,000 kilometers away from us. So, I know what what it means to travel from Brno to Prague. I I just did it this morning. It takes two hours something, you know. If I speed, uh, then it takes two hours. And, um, (laughs) you know, uh, it would take me 180 days to go with the same speed uh, from Earth to Moon, to drive it. And, you know, that's half a year basically, just you know, sitting in a car. Uh, two hours is enough, I mean. Uh, but only 12 human beings were able to be there. It takes a radio message, 1.25 seconds to get from Earth to the Moon, and then back. So that's, that's Moon, it's, it's not that close as we tend to think. Then, Mars. Mars is 225 million kilometers away, and it takes the light 20 minutes to get from Earth to, to there, which means the direct, direct communication is impossible, basically, from, uh, from somebody who would be on Mars. Um, then, Voyager 1 space probe is currently uh, 138 astronomical units from from us. Uh, One astronomical unit is the distance between sun and the earth. So it's 138 times further from us than the sun is actually reached uh, uh, the the Pluto, uh, is beyond the Pluto um, circle. And um, it, it really speeds, you know, the, the speed is of, this, of this probe is 17 kilometers per second. And it would take another 30,000 years to get out of the reach of our solar system. The closest star from us, from the sun, is the Alpha or Proxima Centauri. And it's 4.24 light years from us. Now we move to the light years, you know, the, 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 the light, um, how, how far it gets in one year. One light year is 9.46 trillion kilometers. says nothing to me, but <laughs> it's really much. Uh, so how, how, how long it would take Voyager 1 to get to 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 the reach of the closest star in our our galaxy? Only about 70,000 years. Yeah, but it's only one of the stars in our galaxy. There is over 100 billion stars in the Milky Way. And then, yet, Milky Way is only a little dot in a local group of galaxies. And our local group of galaxies is only a tiny segment of so-called Virgo supercluster, which is only a tiny segment of another supercluster, and finally the observable universe. In it, there is two trillion galaxies, and the number of individual stars in all of those galaxies equals the number of grains of sand in the entire Earth. It has 93 billion light years in diameter. And it's only what we can see. We don't know what's beyond it. Um, Apostle Paul says that this unthinkably huge universe was made by God. And he is also uh, directing it. He's controlling it. How big must he be to do something like that, to make it? He is huge. He must have been must be huge in his intellect, in his power, but also in his moral perfection. Actually, in terms of moral perfection, He is infinitely bigger than us. Infinitely better than us. He is pure, we are not. He is holy, we are sinful. So, the distance between us and God is unthinkably huge. In a moral sense, it's infinite. And, of course, it's not in our power to be able to travel that distance, to overcome that, that, that distance that is between us and God, that gap. We can't even get closer. It's, it's the same as if we would, we would try to travel to a distant galaxy, it's not only impossible, it's, it's, it's even hard to imagine. If it takes 70,000 years to the closest star, if we travel the, uh, the huge, you know, the, the speed of 17 kilometers per second, God is much further than Proxima Centauri. He is much further than the 93 billion light-years. So, he is really far and he is really big. What did he do to get close to us? The second part of verse 27 says, Yet, he is actually not far from each one of us. God created everything for the purpose that people would be looking for Him. Everything points to God. Because everything that exists has a cause. Every design has a designer. So just observing the world around us leads us to 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 find out that there must be God, that He does exist. God who created everything from nothing, uh, who exists uh, apart from the the space and matter and time, and, and, and someone who is super intelligent, who is super powerful and who is personal. Because He decided to create all of this, to start it. And to make a uh, a decision, it requires a person. So God must be a person. I mentioned Czechs are one of the most atheistic nations in the world. But you know what? Most people here in the Czech Republic today believe that there is something above us. Atheists. And that something is God, actually, it's not something, it's someone, because he's a real person. And so God not only decided to create all of this uh, incredible universe, he also decided to come close to us, to, to get close to us, to show us that he cares and that he loves us. How can somebody that big as God is come close to us? How could He do that to approach us? Let let me give you an illustration. Um, I I have a wife, Danka, Uh, we have two children and we have two grandchildren already. And uh, maybe a month ago we were, we were visiting with the grandchildren and um, uh, one is about three and a half years old and the younger is not cl- close two year, two year old not quite and uh, the, the, the name of the uh, younger one is Fr- František, um, let's call him Frankie and, and uh, he was we didn't really have uh, time yet to develop a closer, personal relationship. So when we were visiting, he was kind of hiding, you know, he was, he was just coming to his mother. And, um, and so, what, what should I do to get closer to, Fr- to little Frankie? You know what I did? I did something like... buff. <laughs> <laughs> And when I did it maybe five times, he started to respond. And he started laughing, and he wanted me to do it again. And when I did it the tenth time, I got tired of it, you know. <laughs> but he was still wanting me to do that. Why? Because I came close to him. What, and what I had to do, I had to come down to his level. Right? Uh, I, had to, I had to think about where he is and meet him there. God did exactly the same thing. To come closer to us, he had to become little. He had to become smaller and he had to humble himself. We read uh, in passages like Philippians 2 about um, uh, very descriptively about what God did and in John 1 we, have, we are reading that the word meaning the uncaused cause became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So God came close to us in such a way that that He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, who was equally God as He is. So God had to become become smaller and humble Himself so that He could live in in a body, body as ours. And Jesus lived the perfect life that we should have lived. And He never gave up to temptation, never committed any sin. He stayed pure. And uh, He showed us how to live, actually. We have never seen God, says, um, Apostle uh, John, but he told us about God. In him, in Jesus, God came close to us. So God is not far anymore. But not only that, Jesus came to fulfill the commission, the mission that he got from his father. And his commission was to pay the debt for the sin of man. We, uh, as men, have rebelled against God and this is how the the debt uh, uh, was created. And because of that, every man will be judged by God. And the penalty for that the death is death. Jesus came to pay it. The payment was his life for our life. He has never done anything bad, yet he suffered one of the most brutal executions ever invented. He died on the cross and he rose from the dead. He was risen. Verse 31 in Acts chapter 17 says, Because He was fixed on a day on which He will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom He has appointed. And of this He has given assurance to all by raising Him from the dead. So the fact that Jesus rose from the dead is the proof, is the key event in the the history of the universe after the creation of man. Uh, Resurrection is a, a breaking point in human history. Everything breaks with this event. And everything in human life breaks with our response to this event. Now we come to our final point. How can I, how can we get close to him? I talked about little Frankie, my grandson, and how I I tried to get closer to him. Really, I was willing to do whatever it takes just to, to get connection with him. But... I could, I could do everything possible and impossible. It wouldn't work if he wouldn't respond to that, to that effort. He must also decide to come close to me. Yes, I am ready to do whatever it takes, but it's up to him if he would want to stay in his his world without me or not. So God did absolutely everything, absolutely everything what it takes to come close to us. He did something that even the angels stay in awe and they can't really comprehend the gospel, what God did in Christ for us, how he came close. So what is our response to his outstretched hand? Verse 32 and 32, 34 says, Now when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked. Some others said, We will hear you again about this. So Paul went out from their midst. But some men joined him and believed, among whom also were Dionysius, um, the Aeropagite, and a woman named Damaris and others with them. Paul was in Athens, he was speaking at Aeropagus, a place where anyone could come and introduce some new philosophy um, <clears throat> new concepts and they loved it. They, 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 were, they wanted to discuss it. and so Paul used the opportunity. Uh, we can see uh, three types of responses to what Paul has to say about God and about Jesus. Some of them responded with mocking. Everyone knows what happens with. Uh, with a man, when he dies, he is dead. He can't rise again. It has never happened. So you, you Paul, can come uh, to us with the craziest philosophy or the wildest uh, scientific theory, but with resurrection, don't, don't, don't really come to us. These people, they refused God's, God's hand. He's coming close. There was another group. This other group is characterized by saying, maybe one day. It's interesting what you're saying. I'll, I'll, be, uh, I'll be listening some more, but not now, not right now. They postponed it um, and it's interesting, they said, uh, but I don't have really time. I think this is a typical response to, um, to Czech university, of Czech university students, if you start talking to them about God and about spiritual things. Um, I must focus on school right now, I must start my new career, Um, I I am here just to have fun, Uh, I am young, I want to travel, or I am too tired because I I have already a family, and uh, so not right now. Unfortunately, uh, this response is a little bit tricky, masked decision to refuse God's coming close. But God is patient. And he initiates new and new attempts to connect with us. He gives us opportunities to respond. He was patient with me. He didn't really give me only one opportunity to come close to him we have some some of our students um, who um, were refusing it for several years, and finally took his hand that was outstretched there. And the third group, there were some that believed. They decided to take his outstretched, outstretched hand. They came close. They accepted God's closeness. They repented of their sin. They confessed it. They accepted God's forgiveness by faith. And the gap between them and God just disappeared. The distance of billions of light years was traveled in one moment the relationship with unthinkably great and beautiful God was started. So, in in the fullest sense of the word, they became the children of God. I'm convinced that even in in this room, there are three groups of people. In this world, there are these three groups of people. God is unthinkably great and distant, but He came low to our level in His Son, Jesus Christ, who lived the life that we should have lived and died the death that we should have died. rose from the dead and now He lives and offers us the reconciliation with His Father. He offers us Friendship. The end of animosity. And it's not the fairy tale. It's a reality. To refuse this takes more faith than to accept it. So, if there is anyone who hasn't done it yet, this very moment is another opportunity. God's hand is outstretched, uh, you can, ha- you can have, uh, hold it. And I know that many of us, many of you have already done that. Is it all? Not at all. Just the opposite. The, the, the story continues. The adventure continues. So, as for me and Frankie, it doesn't end with just starting to have the contact. So it is for God and for me, it doesn't end with us getting in touch with each other. We can continue getting closer. Coming close can be deepening. Our trust to Him can grow. Our understanding, our knowledge of Him can grow, and with it also the joy, the peace, the happiness. Let me ask us a question Have you been closer to God at any time than you are right now? Who pulled away? God is not coming away from us. He is not changing. But there are different obstacles between us and God and all of them are on our side. The greatest of which is our sin and our pride. But we have been redeemed from those things. They are not ruling power. They have no ruling power over us. So maybe this summer is the, will be the opportunity also for us to come closer, come even closer, to, to just stop, to put away all of those obstacles, all of those burdens, and, and to get close and to experience the closeness as we have not experienced so far. I know how it is. I feel feel tired even even at at this moment, at the end of the school year. It's um, um, It's been busy. I'm ready for some rest. I'm ready to be with my God. To slow down, to do some thinking to take a helicopter look at my life. And I want to I accept his invitation to come close. So the one who humbled himself, who got smaller and became man, decided to put away some of his attributes as God, lived in the evil and unfriendly environment, and died... Uh, as a a criminal for a crime that he didn't commit. The same Jesus is coming back. But this time, the next time he's coming, it's going to be as king in his glory, in his beauty, in his splendor of of the king of the universe. And also as a righteous judge who will bring his righteous reward with him. And those who accepted his outstretched hand will be rejoicing with the joy full of glory and then will be with him forever. The fight will be over. God bless you.